and we're back with another episode of the Anarchist Experience, episode 259, aka year six, week nine, uh, coming at you this week. As always, I am your host, Mr. Rich E. Rich, along with MC. And since you're sitting around doing nothing at home anyway, you might as well call in uh, 303-335-9527 or 303-835-1301. That's 303-335-9527 or 303-835-1301. Not much going on in the world except one fucking thing, MC. So I'm just going to throw this out there. How's how's your quarantine going, man? Oh, it's it's going great. I, I didn't change my life very much. I quarantine myself anyway. <laughs> the introverts, you know, unite power, power to the homebodies. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of feel pretty, the same way. Fantastic. Yeah. I kind of feel the same way, although like there's certain inconveniences, but uh, my my main source of income hasn't shut down to this point. So I still get up, still go to work, still do my thing. You know, still still out there doing whatever I can and one you know the uh, state of New Hampshire did shut down bars and restaurants and a whole bunch of other things um, so I did not get to go to uh, one of my regular free stater endorsed meetups this week uh, so that was kind of a bummer um, but on the other hand uh, one of the things that I did like about being in New Hampshire that I haven't seen in the other states that have like you know issued martial law uh, is that New Hampshire's at least like suing the government right you know like there, there's a there's a handful of people going like this is unconstitutional and fuck you we're suing to to be able to gather and every place every place else i read they're like yes yes shut it all down we, we don't want to get sick uh so it's you know i don't like i don't like being uh i don't like the martial law i don't like businesses being shut down non-voluntarily uh, but i do like the handful of people protesting against it and the other handful of people uh filing lawsuits against it as well so like tomorrow mm-hmm. night I'll, I'll head out to do free talk live uh and there's going to be a gathering prior to the show that i'm going to stop by right like it's it's not a normal meetup and i don't want to get too much into the the details of the circumstances uh but it's on my way to to the show and the goal is to have like 51 people there to to break you know a, a minimum of 51 people to break the ban uh, you know, to protest the ban against anything over 50. And I, you know, I was like, this, this is the kind of shit that I moved for, right? This is, I didn't move to vote for fucking local politicians. I didn't vote because some dude is running for council members, you know, ship. Uh, I, I moved, I moved, uh, so, so that when shit like this happens, there's an abundance of us willing to step up and protest and fight back. Like, so I want to at least, you know, if this, this is the reason I'm here. I want to at least participate in that as much as I can. Like, you know, I wouldn't participate if I wasn't already heading out there because it's just a motherfucker of an inconvenient drive. If I'm not going to go do the radio show. Um, and because of the location, it's not like it wouldn't be convenient for me to head into town, then back out to the protest and then back into town for the radio show. So I'm just going to, I'm going to do my best. Um, but yeah, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of things shut down. Uh, we talked about a little on the pre-show MC, so I'm going to throw it to you. There's a lot of businesses who are restricting and limiting hours. Uh, and what nonsense uh, that is. So, yeah, I was, I was, we were talking pre-show, and my comment was, okay, so if, imagine Best Buy uh, limited their hours to, to one hour a day. Well, that would just mean that 
all the people would have to squeeze in there in that one hour. And so there'd be more people around each other instead of less. So wouldn't it be better if they were open 24 hours? And, yes, space and, it out. And then just said, you know, or maybe they could make something like, uh, you know, only you know, 20 people in the store at one time. And then, you know, just have somebody at the door, you know, saying, hey, we got too many people come back in, in half an hour. <laughs> I don't so know, something okay, like that might work. So what happens with something like that then, right? Because I've I've stood out like I buy video games. That's why I was at Best Buy's picking up a video game, whatever. Um, but I've stood in the lines, right? When they've done you know the midnight release or the you know the 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 you know the early release of the new launch of a certain product or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and those times they only allow a handful of people in the store, right? Because you don't want people, you're not there to browse Best Buy. So they let a chunk of people in the people buy their product, pick up their order and scoot. Right. And then they let in the next group of people. Well, what happens is because they're only letting in chunks of people at a time is a gathering forms out in the front of the store. I'm, we've shown videos of this, uh, like Costco and Walmart and whatever, even now, right? People lined up outside the store waiting to get in. Uh, how does how would the store remedy that if they're only letting in a handful of people in at a time? Like, doesn't that push it off? You know, it keeps it it keeps uh, the gathering out of the store, but now they're just gathering on the sidewalk out front. Yeah. So some of that would have to depend on on the, well the people, and I think I think most people are. Uh, understanding at least of what they're trying to accomplish with with social distancing and okay. so if somebody at the front of the door said hey we got so many people in here come back in 30 minutes i would go in my car you know try again or i would just leave okay. i think enough people just just leave and and free up the you know the space and the, the people that really went in would, would get in so would it be like a take a uh, number I, situation? Because that's what happened when I went and when the PSP I mean, the, first I mean, launched. So, so I think there's lots of potential solutions, um, but yeah, I don't. I don't think like Best Buy or, or GameStop is, is it's not usually one of those places that uh, are super crowded anyway. And so I don't think right. it would be a problem. Uh, okay. For for it, you know, it's just to me it would be a non-issue if if they were going to go that route, but. I think, Although GameStop is suing is, to be considered an essential service and not have oh, to sure. shut down. Yeah, I think they are essential too. But because um, <laughs> you know people are going to be at their you know sitting at their house anyway, they better have some games to play. There you go. Um, but uh, oh, your, your point? I just, I just I just lost. Oh yeah, my 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 main my point, point is, is there you go. Yeah, uh, businesses should not be limiting hours because then that reduces the amount of time people can occupy <laughs> right and you said it's it's more likely that they're doing that uh to save cost right they're they're lowering their business expense rather it's a, than it's a great excuse i mean hey we want to some hours uh <laughs> why not now <laughs> gosh Everybody darn coronavirus yeah. <laughs> yeah is that really good business i i, I see what you're saying in in the current environment, with everything that's going on, it may seem like a good idea to restrict your hours to we, save cost. We are definitely heading towards recession, so they can say any way they can. Uh, I think that would be you know good business. Uh, but I, like I said, it will compress people's uh, ability to get into the building into a smaller amount of time. Uh, so there will be more people in that shorter amount of time. I think that's obvious. 
I don't know why the banks are doing it this way. It's it it to me it's it's just total it's it's either incompetence or they're just evil and they just they're just you know worried about saving a few bucks. Okay, so I don't want to call them evil for that because uh, what's what's the oh I've, Ronald Reagan or whatever the business of business is business, right? If 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 they see the current situation as going to be burdensome on their business, right? Wouldn't would it doesn't it behoove them to do whatever is necessary to make sure that the business uh, sustains itself through this uh, recession that you're predicting, right? Isn't isn't that so, a wise so business move? Like that, and that, and that's why I gave two options. It could just be incompetence. Okay. Like we're scared. We got to do something. Let's cut hours. <laughs> Fair enough. And it could it could be, but a lot of businesses are doing it right. The ones the the ones that oh, haven't yeah. shut down, like I said, I you know two. I don't go uh, out very often, but the, so, the two. The, go ahead. And and, and, Pearl, and Pearl City, uh, Pearl uh, Pearl, Pearl Mall, they sh- they shut down the whole branch. So you shut down the whole branch. Where are they going to go? To the other branch. Now everybody's in the other one. <laughs> this makes no sense. Yeah, it's evil. <laughs> So if if it's just a branch thing, does that mean the branch manager there is has the option? It's at their discretion. It's I don't bizarre. know whose decision it was yeah. to, to shut down the the pro ridge. That's because that's the big one, the big store yeah. with more space where you could social distance even further. And then they're gonna just leave the little one open, uh, put twenty you know cashiers in the in the one. It makes no sense. It's it's so stupid. It, you know if. If I could just meet the people that, that that are making these decisions and just explain them, you know, common sense. Um, but may, you know, I've actually sent an email to them too at, at my bank, and uh, I didn't like the response they they gave. But you know, oh so, yeah, you know, it's like it's like okay. So the email I sent them was about the uh, their the way they do checks. So you have to fill out a deposit slip every time. And I was like, oh. why? You have the check. You know, I give you the check. That's your piece of paper. Scan it. And then you have a digital and a paper. And you just put the money in my account. Like, why do I have to fill out this deposit slip every day? It makes no okay. sense. So I'm going I'm, to I'm straighten you out real quick on that. I, I have never filled out a deposit slip because I bank at credit unions. Sure. Right? Like, credit unions have figured that out. They go, no, just bring us, just right. give us a check. So, banks, you have all this extra paperwork, credit unions, not so much. I won't, yeah, I pro- yeah. you know, unless coerced so in some way, I won't bank at a bank. Just just for that, right? Just for that. So, so I emailed it. I, e- I emailed them. I said, you know, you could you could improve your efficiency. You could save your customers time. By acting like, like a credit union. Well, I don't know if that's even it. I don't know. I don't know if it's some bank re- regulation that they have to do that. I, if they I really do, don't know. If they do, then it doesn't apply to credit unions. I've I'm I've been a member of like four different credit unions. I have never once had to fill out a deposit slip. What, when what I think business. it is, I think it's just that's the way they used to do it, and that's the way they're going to keep doing it because they yeah. have no incentive to change. Because you know what? Screw the customer. Even though they sent me an email saying if there's any way we can improve our service, let us know. I was like, well, here's how you can prove your service. Uh oh, well, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. Like, well. Why'd you ask? <laughs> we don't expect you to respond to the email. We just put exactly. it out there so you make you feel like you you have some input. Yeah, like we value, except we really don't. Yeah. Your, your opinion means shit. 
See, and again, credit union. I don't, I don't do, I don't participate. But every every year, I get the emails like vote for the board of directors, right? So I could have a say in leadership if I wanted to, if that's your yeah. thing. So anyway, it, it just it just highlights how incompetent uh, these users are. They're running the bank yeah. in Hawaii, uh, shutting down the biggest branch with the most space between employees, and then. And then, and then moving them over to the small one where they're all jam packed together, yeah. and, and then cutting the hours too. Isn't now everybody's like, "Oh shit!" Now I get to the bank. Now everybody's in the bank. What are you gonna do? <sighs> so the the bank that I have to stop by for work did that too. Like they compressed their hours so there's no way to stop by uh, outside of my business hours, right? Like I used to go, I used to make my deposit before I go to work. Um, that way I don't have to go back out during the day. I can stay and manage my office. Uh, and now they've compressed their hours where I can't go before work and I can't go after work. Whereas before they were open like around my business hours. So I could go before or after if I wanted to. Now I have to like go during. And I'm sure I'm not the only one, right? Because I make my deposit early in the morning. Sometimes there's a line. So there's a bunch of us, right? Who do the, who have this routine that we go through on a fairly regular basis. Um, I also got concerned uh, with my with my Best Buy order pickup because here Best Buy is technically in the mall, right? Like it's it's got an, its own entrance outside, but you can get th- into the mall from the Best Buy. Um, so I ordered my my game yesterday and scheduled it for pickup, and I got my everything good. And then the word came down that the, they were shutting down the malls, and I went, motherfuckers, they best not be depriving me of this because you know I could have had it shipped and it would have been here today. But I was like, I want to play yesterday. But if I want to be cooped up inside, I want to play some video games. But yeah, so they're they're just they're just affecting business all over the place with these nonsense uh, shutdowns, and you know, really, it's it's your choice, right? If you have to go to the bank, you should be able to go during normal business hours or extended hours to avoid this compression of bodies uh, in a particular area for whatever reason. Uh, and now they're just they're making it harder. Uh, you know, th- those people making decisions, despite what the, the state, the government is doing, right, are making it harder for business as usual to be conducted, uh, even in even on a limited basis, right? Like quarantine, some things get shut down. Okay, I st- still think that's dumb. And I like that, you know, the Free State Project members are suing to get that, you know, revoked and retracted and open it up. Uh, but businesses don't have to compound on that. And make it more difficult for customers. Like that's that to me sounds like bad business, uh, and I wouldn't. I, seems dumb to me. Just like just like you said, MC. Why compress the hours when everyone's supposed to be social distancing, whatever that means, uh, rather than extend the hours so that you can have more of that. And in Hawaii, just same thing. Seems worse, right? Big mall, big space, a lot of shut it down. Put everybody in the little one. Dumbasses. <laughs> Dumbasses. How are yeah. these people considered the authority or the ones in charge? Yeah. Mm, the banks want us to die. So Bitcoin then, right? Because that's, it's you know. The, the big conspiracy. They, they, they're crushing the economy. And they, they want population control. Um, yeah. This will do it. Coronavirus killing some percentage of people, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But but crypto's all green all of a sudden, right? Took a hit at the beginning uh, beginning of last week and kind of rebounded. Oh yeah, people exaggerate 
the well exaggerated moves that Bitcoin does because it, that's what it always does. Um, I heard a pretty good explanation of why Bitcoin crashed. Okay. So pretty much a lot of people have been getting into crypto over the last year. Uh, you know, from the last time it went from five thousand to ten thousand. Uh, and those, a lot of those institutional buyers, or let's say uh, wealthy people that are you know doing this just to make a quick buck, um, you know they were buying over the last year, and they're, of course they're going to have weekends. Um, so they see the rest of the market market falling, and their instinct is to go into cash, and so then uh, you know Bitcoin fell with everything else. Um, long term, Bitcoin still you know. The, the best thing you could have right now, I think. Um, Are you saying that? Because I th- I could have sworn part of our discussion last week was that cash might be king at the moment. Like Federal Reserve yeah, notes for, might be the... I, so I said long term. So short term, I think probably next six months, uh, you know, who, I don't know what Bitcoin's going to do. You know, up, no, down, sideways. Yeah, of course. Uh, but the, the dollar is going to remain strong because people are getting out of the stock market like there's pretty much zero chance that we're going back to where we were uh you know dow twenty nine thousand, um and the 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 government's going to be buying a lot of the the stock market through the banks uh so basically it's going to be just like japan so in japan like 75 percent of the stock market is owned by the government the Jap- Japanese stock market is owned by the government. So that means there's less opportunity to make money and, and well, there's less opportunity to lose money too. But so it's just kind of boring and nobody cares about it anymore. Okay. So so when a market gets like that, then people want exposure to risk or uh, safety and in, in other ways. Uh, so they get creative and they make the, you know, new creative instruments uh, in, in the U S the, the instrument was derivatives, uh, but that's complicated. So um, I'm going to stick with, well, people are looking for other things, other ways to uh, uh, make a, a return on their investment. And Bitcoin is going to be one of the best things ever. So uh, because, well, because they're printing money, they're printing money to buy the stock market, they're printing money to uh, save the banks and uh, printing money to, government programs what i'm really worried about is some type of uh you know new deal i don't know if they're going to do the green new deal or whatever but that's that's kind of what i'm worried about so you you have a recession and then you have this government programs that keep the recession going for you know 10 20 infinite years turning it into a depression much like the well i I, I don't know i wouldn't i wouldn't say we're gonna go into depression just just yet uh okay. but definitely definitely a recession and okay. maybe maybe a really long-term recession okay. so, so i don't think i don't want to i don't want to well, mince terms but a, a long-term yeah, yeah. recession is technically a depression well i don't know maybe is, okay is it really so okay, okay. Let, let me as far you run this is that what makes is, is that what makes a depression a depression is how long it lasts Yes. So, or how, or how deep it is. So, when I, when I think depression. I think like people are starving. Run the run this by Ken. But for what my knowledge of economics and the definitions is, a recession is two consecutive quarters of negative growth, oh, as okay. as defined okay. by you know the government GDP and all that. A depression is 
two years of negative growth, right? Okay. So you never know you're in one until you've been able to look at the statistics prior, right? Like, are we in a recession? You don't know. You won't know for six months, and then we can look back and say, like, yep, that was sick. You were in, in, there was six months of negative growth during that time. You were there. That was then. You were in a recession. Uh, depression okay. is that long-term recession, right? It's two years instead of two quarters. So Okay, well, I'm, I'm predicting a, a uh, severe recession for the next six months, and then uh, after that, probably stagflation. And they're they're trying to do uh, to the U.S. what they did to Japan, and that was my prediction uh, f- from before the crisis even started. That's that's what they're going to uh, re- resort to. Okay. I, I, you know, like I said, that's that's a prediction, and you won't be able you won't even be able to know whether you're right yeah. for you know for for yeah, months. I, so I don't think the depression will happen because they're not raising interest rates. And I don't think they have a plan on doing it. What would advise them to do that is if they basically if they print themselves enough money for the for the banks and for all the wealthy people to basically if if they're if they're hodling uh, fiat then they would want a way to to uh, make returns on that and so they would raise interest rates and that's right. that's kind of what happened in in the Great Depression or at least at the beginning of it. Uh, what caused the Great Depression to, to be so long was the government intervention after it started. Right. And so one of the, I don't, I don't remember if it was you or someone else who was making the argument that we will never see another depression in the United States um, because they have the power to print money and because they have the power to like change the way things are calculated. If we approach the level of like, oh, we're going on two years of negative growth, they'll change the formula or, you know, or muck up the market somehow so that it doesn't look like a depression on paper, right? There'll still yeah. be people in the streets. There'll still be like, you know, uh, people hurt financially so, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Like you said, people starving, but they won't be able They, you know, textbooks won't be able to say that it's a depression. So the, the way to see if it's going to be a depression is if they raise interest rates when there's not enough liquidity in the market. And so if, in that case, I I don't think we're going to see that because their go-to method right now and and for the last you know eighty years or whatever has been to uh, lower interest rates and print money and you know quantitative quantitative easing and and that's what they're doing right now. Now they can yeah, we're they could always they, they could always reverse at any time, but that but you, you, so you should know you know is it time to buy gold well it's time to buy gold when you when you have inflation so after probably after three or six months where you know they'll have printed enough money to to end the you know the you know end the recession um that we'll start to see inflation right so uh if if they raise interest rates then people are going to see that is a safe way to make a return on their investment. And so then people will start pulling money out of uh, gold and, or whatever else they're investing in and then just parking it uh, at a bank to, to make the interest rate. So, right. uh, so, and so I'm saying I can't, I can't tell you you should only do one thing. It depends on what they do, right? And so yeah. it, we well, can make well, a prediction. What they're going to do is they're going to keep interest rate zero for the you know foreseeable future, uh, one to two years, something like that. Right. And one thing that is going to compound this issue uh is is this whole quarantine business right where uh 
uh, was Pennsylvania, the governor of Pennsylvania shut down like non-life-saving services, right? Like if, if it wasn't essential to life, business is dead, right? So production, right? Uh, the the pr- the production of consumer goods and and products, right, comes to a standstill or slows significantly, while they're pumping more money into the markets. So there's there's more dollars, more paper, chasing fewer goods, right? <laughs> so, to, to, you know, it's it's inflationary on two fronts, uh, unless they you know unless they unless they back off this quarantine, you can't conduct business nonsense. Um, one of the articles that I read, and we can get to, to uh, headlines if you want to in a minute here. One of the articles that I read was saying that, you know, what the uh, governor foolishly doesn't realize is the supply chain leading up to all these, you know, essential services, right? You, you right. can't you can't keep those open and call their supply chain non-essential because then there's no one supplying the goods to keep these essential services operating. So everything, yeah. everything must function. Um and every, to everything's tied together too. I mean, if if you fire the GameStop employee, then he's not, you know, buying things. And and if ah, but that's why UBI is, is maybe. And I, and I'm actually I am actually for that because well, there's the 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 current way of thinking for the people in charge right now. What what their 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 go to is well, everybody's got credit, or at least you know people that have been uh, somewhat good with their finances uh, have credit so they can use their credit card in an emergency instead of savings right. people have credit credit right it's a loan loan so, out more money in an emergency right and that's what the whole bailout is anyway so if they're going to give somebody a thousand dollars where are they going to get it from well they're just going to add it to the national debt so it's actually a loan um yeah now, so i don't I, we can, we kind of went over the whole ubi thing last week so i don't think we i'm not going to argue with you this week right um, and so so but what i'm going to say is there's a difference between uh debt mon- debt as money and printed money so if you just print the money and you give it to people that will help lower the, the amount of debt people have or they'll just be able to buy stuff now if you don't right. give them any money well they're just going to use their credit card uh which who cares um they're going to, you know if they're not making any money they'll just default on it and so it's like they're using free money anyway Okay. Um, it's the same thing, just a different uh, mechanism of achieving it. And that's and only for people that have credit cards. There's a lot of poor people out there who, sure. who don't have access to those, those financial yeah. instruments. And there's a lot of people that claim bankruptcy over the last couple of years, and they, they just don't have access to it. So they have, you know, they have no emergency, uh, and you know, they have no way of getting uh, funds. So uh, I'm I'm okay with the bailout be- because. Uh, well, I'm okay with printing. I don't. I don't agree with uh, putting it on. You know, I don't. I don't agree with debt debt based money at all. Okay. But um, as far as the printing goes, there's no nothing morally wrong with printing. Now, what they're going to do is, you know, the quantity is amazing, and what that is is printing to be, to uh, printing for the wealthy and well connected people. You know, the quantitative easing to you know. Uh, pay people for their stocks because they didn't right. get out and fast fast enough. Now that is really reprehensible. It's really wrong. Um, if if you're going to print money and if you're going to try to, you know, if you're going to be fair about it, I mean, if it's a game and you're trying to be fair, then everybody should start out with the same amount, right? I mean, it's just it's just a it's very simple logic. Um, if you're going to play that way, but uh, 
they're not playing that way because it's it's their money and it's their bank and they get to print and give it to you know their friends and the people they like so uh so that's what they're going to do and everybody else can can go bankrupt and they don't really care about them so um and so just listen to last week's show for my rebuttal because i'm not gonna not gonna take up any more time uh here rebutting that sure it's 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 well for if this is your first show if this is your first show listening for for those out there this is one area where me and mc can go back and forth all day long because i will always argue against ubi and he's got some justifications for it which always sound reasonable when he presents it go ahead i i don't don't, what i don't understand is is people's automatic defense of the dollar i'm i guess the, the, do, the dollar and the value of the dollar, I want it to sink. And the way to make the value of the dollar sink is to print more of it, right? So that's what I want. I want them to print so much that eventually people go, uh, it's better to use something else. Now, if they stop printing, that makes the dollar more valuable, like very fast. And okay. that's what's happening right now. There's, a, there's absolutely a liquidity crisis. That was, you know, of course, it was caused by the bank, and I think the bank should not exist, but the, you know, in, in the short term, uh, we shouldn't all of a sudden uh, give more value to the people that that uh, happen to have dollars. I mean, that that's just to me that's crazy. Right. Again, I hear you. I get it, and it, it, I guess it depends on your the end goal in mind, right? If if your if your goal is to like burn the world down, right, no. and just have as much chaos as possible. Then yeah, inflate the dollar instantly. No, that's socialism. not what I'm not at, not at all. So so you you think uh, the dollar is a, a a worthy institution? No, see that's the thing. I'm not I'm not going to argue that the dollar is a worthy institution. But I will say, if we're talking about like the benefit of all people, right? The people most harmed by inflation by inflating the dollar are the ones least likely to move out of it. No. Right. Okay, wealthy they were, people will always be this wealthy. This is what I'm saying. The people that are are being harmed by by the uh, the debt bad. It's not, it's not even inflation yet because there's a difference between a debt a debt bubble and and, and inflation. It's two different okay. things. And so the people that that are are going to be harmed are currently being harmed really bad, and because because the debt bubble just popped, right? And it's not it's we're, we didn't have an an inflationary uh, uh, hyperinflation crisis in the U.S. That's what they had in Venezuela, right? Well, we haven't had one in our generation, right? Like the the, the U.S. has gone through hyperinflation uh, prior hyper-inflation. to the federalism. Uh, the 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 uh, was it the continental dollar? The the old. Uh, oh sure sure okay yeah yeah. But that the U.S. was a country they hyperinflated the currency and okay. they switched well, to the I'll say note. I'll say with this this current uh, Federal Reserve note being the that's what I'm saying. Reserve currency right and i'll grant and i that, don't yes i don't want it to be the world reserve currency and uh it's it's not going to last anyway at least i, I don't think so right um so uh like it's, it's it is a variable I, I will say this it's very valuable valuable to people in the u.s to have the u.s uh, uh dollar being the, the the world reserve currency of the world right so it's that's a good thing for people in the U.S. It's not moral. Uh, it's not good for the rest of the world necessarily, uh, but you know it is what it is, and the U.S. 
benefits from it, right? Sure. But from my perspective, I don't value people in the U.S. more than I value people outside of the U.S. Like I see everybody as individuals. So that so that point really doesn't matter. Um, is as far as uh, you know how the world works. I think uh, constant inflation of the dollar until people start using something better is the best way out of it. Okay. Now, I, so the alternative is the 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 debt based uh, boom and bust cycle, and it's the boom and bust cycle that wipes so many people out. And the people that don't understand the boom and bust cycle are the ones that are hurt. And so, and that's the, the vast majority of people on the planet, Americans in turn. And and it's wrong. It's it's a uh, it's it's good for the banks. It's good for the people that that get to print the money uh, during the the bubble run up and after. Uh, and most people are too stupid to realize it, right? Right. So, um, so I, so if 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 I had control of the system, what I would do is I was I would take the power away from them to to create the debt, and instead of creating debt, I would create money that's not backed by debt. It's just it would just be money at that point, and so we right. won't have the 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 debt bubble collapsing and popping all of a sudden. We go, oh, we don't have enough money in the, you know to to pay off our debt, so now we're, we're just going to give up all our shit and you know sell our houses and at, at dirt uh, rock bottom prices and and uh, you know in economic uh, chaos for you know a short amount of time and until until uh, you know until they let the banks lend out enough money to to you know, prop it up again. I mean, it's it's, it's just a stupid system. Um, and it rewards, gotcha. it rewards uh, the savings. It rewards risk and a debt. So, uh, so what I'm saying is, I could solve the problem. Yes, I would have to print money to to uh, to accomplish that, but it wouldn't cause inflation necessarily at the beginning, right? Especially in the first three to six months. And then after that, what you do is you raise interest rates to encourage savings. As soon as you get enough people that have savings, they're smart, like. Uh, and and uh, uh, resourceful, and uh, they they care about their future. Then you can start lowering the amount you're printing, and then people will. That's how the system's supposed to work. We're supposed to put money in the bank, and and that's how the the money supposed to grow. But they're doing it the wrong way. They're doing it by just lowering interest rate. Like everybody must borrow more. Like that's that's retarded. <laughs> and 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 my concern goes to the people on the bottom rung of the ladder, or bottom rung of the ladder, who don't understand why it's happening. But all of a sudden, you know, they can't make rent. Their their uh, their bills go up. Their food costs go up. Right. Their basic necessities go up. And then your solution is, well, they should be smart enough to get out of the dollar and into something else. Uh, and there's not no, a lot no, of other no. things available for them before they start to right. ride in the streets. Right now, if if you don't have any credit and you live week to week because that's the way the system was designed to make the economy run, and you get laid off and you don't have credit cards, then you're kind of screwed, right? So it doesn't matter if prices are high or low. You can't afford them anyway. You don't have any money. Right, but if you right? didn't get in, – in that scenario, yes. But if you didn't get laid off and you're still going to your, you know, say, minimum wage job, right – but all your food is more expensive and your landlord raises the rent, right, because of inflation or because of you know, whatever financial, you know, whatever the state and or financial institutions implemented, right, all of a sudden you see the same paycheck 
uh, and and increased expenses until the point where you go, I, I just can't pay. That's that's not going to happen during a deflationary bubble pop, though. And I, it, but you're saying to inject more money to 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 create deflation. I'm trying to solve the deflationary bubble. But right now, there's way too much debt, and there's not enough people with that are willing or able to to pay it. In fact, if you could get a loan right now, the best thing to do would be to take the loan and then not pay it. And then when everything gets really cheap because prices are coming down, because everybody's selling, because there's panic, uh, you know, housing prices are going to drop dramatically. So I'm waiting for um, that. So we can buy a house. Right. And it's great. But how are you going to do it? Are you going to do it with debt or are you going to do it with cash? Now, most people don't have the cash to buy it. And that's one of the reasons why uh, prices are falling. And who's going to lend to somebody in, in in the crisis, even if you know interest rates are really low? And so, um, so so that's that's a problem. You know, uh, it's it's a the, the economy goes way out of whack because of the 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 because of the debt bubble. It's not necessarily because we don't have so many problems because of inflation, right? Okay, the inflation that we've seen was in in the stock market. Uh, okay, gold is you know always going up kind of slowly, um, so it's it's things like that that uh, don't really affect. I mean, everything affects poor people, of course. But uh, I'm, trying, I'm trying to get you on the same page with me because very few people are because it's 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 there's two different concepts between between how much money is out there and how much liquidity and how much debt. There's a ratio. Okay. Right. And so when that ratio gets out of whack, then then you have a debt-based bubble pop, and there's there's two ways to solve it. The the, the first way is the, the traditional way is bankruptcy. If you're not having enough money come in, you just go, oh well, I can't pay the debt. Uh, wipe it clean for me. We'll try again next time. But bankruptcy can be uh, very messy. You could you know in that in that time uh, could be layoffs, and and that in, impacts. Uh, the next people down the line. So bankruptcy, to me, should be avoided if possible. Um, Agreed. Now, now the way that that that, that is typically done is uh, debt-based bubble collapses, and then they say, "Well, we must create a whole bunch more loans at lower, even lower interest rates, and so that will get people spending, and then it, and then the bubble gets pumped up again, right? But now we're at zero, and we can't go any lower. Well, technically, you could go negative." But that's just silly, right? Yeah. And that's just silly. I think that's the wrong way uh, to solve it. I think if there's too much debt, then uh, then there's either should be bankruptcies or you should print non-debt-backed money. And now the government could do this. The government could take over the, the central bank, uh, you know, the private central bank, the cartel that they're in bed with, and they could just, you know, do what Obama did and, you know, print a trillion dollar coin and say, okay, now we've eliminated some of the debt. All right. So now yeah. that, you know, taxes, taxes can go down. Well, if that's the case, know, just print the $25 trillion coin and wipe sure. it all out. I think that $25 trillion is imaginary money. And it, but you have to understand that it's, it's the banks that, that own the debt. And it's rich people, it's wealthy people that own the debt. They want, you know, the whole world working for them. Uh, to to keep them in power, okay. and so they have an incentive not to do that, right? It would seem to be. <laughs> but but well, that's that's why my good. initial question is: What is the goal, right? Like the, if, the you, goal if your goal who? is just to crash the well for for you, 
for I guess for you because when my, you say like you want people short, out of my the short dollar. term, my short term goal is end the debt based bubble collapse because it would be good for the average person, poor people, and because they wouldn't be in debt. Well, because the whole system would have less debt, so okay, it would it would it would free up a lot of economic uh, uh, value. Uh, in the system, so less people would be paying interest to the banks. Uh, they wouldn't have to pay as much taxes for the the interest on the the, the government loans, and it's just the you know the whole system is designed to extract wealth from you know well everybody, but it's, you know especially it hurts the poor people because they don't understand how the system works. You know, wealthy people can can at least uh, figure out ways to minimize the the their how much they're impacted by by the system. Right. And, and they will always have that that benefit, which is which is why this is the hard part for me to wrap my head around with your explanation. Um, is I'm not so much focusing on the debt itself, like that. To me, I that's, know, and most people are not, and that's I think that's one of the biggest misunderstandings about what's happening right now. Okay, so if you just look at it from the the dollar printing perspective, right? If if you want a strong dollar, uh, deflationary policy would strengthen the dollar right right inflation raising in, raising interest rates now would, would strengthen the dollar okay but that inflation. would be bad for that would be bad for people that don't have any money because all they have is debt right so if all you have is debt uh raising interest rates right now would be horrible for the economy because but the, the, the people with the most debt are the wealthy people because they 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 thrive on that debt that debt-based system Right, the the person living paycheck to paycheck has no debt, right? They're not they're not paying off a credit card. They're just but they would also ends meet. they would also have no way to make money because the people any anybody that has okay the very few people that have money at this point they would not invest into the market because the dollar well the dollar is going to be twice as strong in in three weeks so I'm not going to pay anybody I'll just wait it out. Okay. Right. I'll, I'll. I mean, I'll of course spend enough money to eat, but I'm not going to, you know, support the mar- market overall. Uh, You're saying no. businesses wouldn't hire, or or, or entrepreneurs wouldn't uh, conduct. If business? interest rates, if interest rates went up right now, everybody would just hold on to the dollar until all of it, all of it is over, until it bottomed out completely. Right. There's there's no incentive to spend money on a risky business so let's say you know building a car if next year the dollar is going to be so strong that you the like let's say you got to invest ten thousand dollars to make a twenty thousand dollar car yeah well if the, if i know the dollar is going to be strong next year if, if i invest ten thousand dollars and i can only sell the car for five thousand dollars next year it's a really bad investment it would have been better just to hold on to the ten thousand dollars sure if you're just talking about dollars Right, right, and I guess what I'm saying is the car still needs to get built. There's no it way. Matter. There's no way that entrepreneurs know with any degree of certainty uh, that they're if going interest to- rates go up, then they'll make that rational decision. They'll be like, "Well, the dollar is going to keep getting strong for at least a year. We'll just not do anything for a year." And then if that happens, it'll keep getting stronger after that. It's it, it that's that's what creates the Great Depression. If they're if you raise interest rates right now and keep them high, we would have you know you know we would definitely have a more than two year depression. 
See, and that's the that's that's the part where it's difficult for me to get on the same page as you, because the opposite of that is to inflate the currency, right, and make the dollar worth less, which makes it more difficult for the people on the bottom rung to afford anything. And I don't see how that aspect of it is good, because you you you're, you're not looking at the at the the rate of change in, in in the dollar. So it's not like the dollar is some stable thing. Right now it's getting right. it's getting stronger. So when the dollar gets stronger, that means people defer what they're going to do to a later time. So there's not going to be any investment in other things to make dollars because the thing of value is now just the dollar and nothing else. Right? So there's no, there's no way that No, that because it, you it, can't it, eat dollars. There things yeah, will be so produced. You're, so you you're missing understanding what I'm saying. The people with the money, the very few people that, that have money left, they, they're going to have enough, they're going to spend money, right? But only enough to survive, right? They're not going to be buying a whole bunch of houses right now because they know the value of the house next year is going to be lower, right? Sure. So, so they're not going to take any risk. They're going to just, they're going to chill out. They're going to, you know, hold on to whatever reserves of food they have and, and maybe they'll need to buy some supplies. But right. it's not very much, and there's very, very few people doing that. Right, and again, I don't see how stealing their purchasing power benefits. It does. It's not stealing their purchasing power. <laughs> if you inflate the currency, it's stealing their purchasing power. That's exactly what inflationary so, policy does. So if there was only one dollar in the world, and you know three people had a part of it, and and you would say, oh well, you know we can't we can't create more of it because I mean it's yeah it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's I've, not I've, it's not stealing. So it's it's like okay. I have heard oh, the case that gosh. you can. I've heard the case that you can run an entire economy on a gram of gold. You just fraction you it down. You can't. You just fraction it not, down. That's why Satoshi. That's why Bitcoin goes to eight decimal places. It's it's much no, more you, you infinitely can. fractional. But if you if you you have to look at the system the the way the game is played. So the, the game has been played up to the point is don't hold any dollars because that's a bad thing because you'll lose money on it. Right. And if you because reverse, of inflationary policy. If you reverse that, all of a sudden, then you it's its like taking the board game and just flipping it over and be like, sorry, suckers, some of you win and some and everybody else is lose. lose. That's not a good way to play a game. But it, it but you have to like, I don't see it as flipping the board game over, right? It's basically it like, because they took, it's, they it's, it's a game of hot, it's a game of hot potato. For 10, 12 years, you're told, the, the whole system was, well, if you, if you hold on to dollars, you lose money. You lose money. You lose. You lose value. You lose value every, yeah. all the way for 12, 12 years, right? And then all of a sudden, something happens, and then it's like, oh shit! Uh, I wasn't holding on to any dollars for all this time. Now I'm broke. But That's what not about a good the pe- game? What about the people that held dollars in spite of that? Right. What about the people that there, there's, scrip- there's very few people that played the game that way, and that's what I'm saying. It's well, it's then not they a win. Good game, right? They win. But no, that's true. That's true. I'm not saying they didn't win. They won. But you know, it's a shitty game. Nobody wants to play that game. Sure. And so let's go back to the original thing, is which is which is why I said if your if your case to inflate the currency is just to crash it out of existence, eventually, I, I that's, that's long term. That. That's okay. long term. That's the only. That's the only thing I can get behind. Is like, let's say, if you want to, if you want to see the system burn, yes. Make I, all I don't want to see the system crashes. burn. I, I want. To, I want to see the. I want to see the dollar switch to something else. Well, gradually. The, but the, we're the dollar system. So you that if you if you're going to move to crypto or metals or whatever, 
right, and, and completely out of the dollar, then yes, strategically it makes sense to push the dollar as far out of existence as possible. Uh, Through inflation. Why there's two ways. There's two ways to get rid of it. If you just stopped printing money right now and said, this is the amount you got to live with, and, and that's it. You can't create any more. Like we're going to, to the hard dollar system now. Yeah. Instead of you know, just like the just like the hard Bitcoin system. Okay. Uh, Bitcoin you, would go down. The dollar could, would go you up. You could run the economy off the last dollar. No, you, you could. You could. But in the short term, it would it would hurt a lot of people while they try to while they try to catch up to the new game. Right. And that's what I'm saying. So there's you're you're basically picking winners and losers. No, you are. <laughs> no, I'm not because I'm not. I'm not suggesting an inflationary. I'm not suggesting pumping in more dollars. I'm saying you're just, suggesting the opposite. What to strengthen the dollar? Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not saying that by taking dollars out of circulation either. You you would be if you stop printing money because the system is built on uh, ever increasing amounts of debt. Right. That's the that's the current game. So there's three games we could play: ever increasing amounts of debt. With, with uh, debt bubbles and the boom and bust cycle, that's the game we're the game we're currently on. Okay. And that game is bad, but it's not the worst. It could be worse. So how do we know it could be worse? Because that's what they did in the Great Depression. We had an inflationary bubble, debt, a whole bunch of debt printing, uh, uh, fake money, uh, debt bubble, and then it popped, and then they raised interest rates, and it just wiped everybody out except for the few people that had money. Right, that game really sucked. So that's okay. so we're going on a different game. So the first game we're playing now, it sucks, but it's not the worst. Great Depression, really bad. And then my version is just uh, take let me take control of the bank. Let me wipe out some of the debt so that we don't have this debt-based bubble that collapses every single time. And then we can uh, have uh, at least a steady inflation so people understand how the game is played. And then people can start using other things like gold, Bitcoin, uh, you know, whatever other assets they want, but they can make a rational decision on it without uh, the, the problem of sudden uh, boom and bust that the current cycle has. Right. So, so I'm trying to solve two problems, the, the first I, game and the second game. And I, I would say you're, you're not doing a very good job convincing me then because if you wipe out all the debt, then... Again, you're picking I, winners. I, I and didn't losers. say all. The, I'm not saying wipe some out the, all the debt. Some of whatever it, yes. some of the debt that gets wiped out. So you're picking winners okay. and losers because there's people that have gotten things on credit, right? That they no True. longer have to pay for, right? Hard True. goods, right? Consumer that's, goods. That's a fact of life either way. Because if if you got into seriously high amount of debt, and and uh, and you and you go bankrupt, then you don't have to pay for it either, right? Right. And, so, and I'm I'm probably on the same page with you as far as bankruptcy. There's a very there's a very narrow window and a limited case of which I can understand uh, bankruptcy being a thing, right? But for the most part, I agree. It, it is, shouldn't be. A, it shouldn't be a thing. Why Why is bankruptcy a thing? Because they can they can lend out more money than exists. Right. So it has the bankruptcy has to be part of this game that they're playing. Right. I don't like this game. But that's the one they've created. See, and that's the thing. I, I again, this is this so. Gets back so what I'm saying is, do not, do not, uh, do not support the current game because the game is 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 flawed. And if you were okay. to say, oh well, we need to, uh, you know, not not print money or or not, 
not have bankruptcy, um, it, it doesn't solve the, the the debt bubble problem. That's that's why I'm saying that's the one area where I I can see your point is if you just want to end the system, right? If you want to end the system to get people moving to something else, well, there's fine. Well, there's two two things that I want to do. I want to solve short term debt bubble. But you can't you can't then, solve the debt bubble by wiping it out because then again you the can't. People, <laughs> the, the, no, okay. Let, let, let me put it this way: the debt bubble is going to be resolved, no matter what, right? It's going then to just, be resolved. Then just let it resolve naturally. Right, will let, resolve let the either through, take its course. Either through bankruptcy or by printing. There's, uh, there's only two ways. Then given that choice, just let it go through bankruptcy. Okay, well, a lot of people are going to suffer in the short term. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> right, but, but I, again... It can if, be avoided, but I don't like uh, solving it by more debt. More debt doesn't solve the problem in the long term. Yeah, paying off your debt solves the problem of debt. But having it, having your debt wiped out, right, is a is just like the the whole college loan uh, phenomenon going on right now, where they're like, "Oh, we got all this education that we can't yeah. do anything with; and, just wipe out see, the debt." I'm, I'm actually more more okay with that now because, uh, well, the the debt is is a uh, it, to me it's imaginary money anyway. If if they can okay. lend money to people that they don't have, then I don't care if they don't pay it back. Okay, I just, that's I a different argument. Shit. That's a different argument that I but could get behind. But, but it's, it but, is the whole argument. <laughs> no, it's not because the other because side that's, of that is that's how they, the debt bubble is fueled is by money that they don't have and they're lending it out. Like they're gonna, they're literally gonna give everybody in the country a thousand bucks, right? And how are they gonna do it? They're gonna say, oh well, uh, we'll just uh, create it out of thin air and we'll just add it to the debt, and we'll, it's actually a loan. But you know, we're just gonna give everybody a thousand dollar loan. And where did it come from? Well, it came right. from fucking thin air. But services were rendered, actual product, you know, consumer goods no. were transacted. Yes. People got an education, whether it's a good education or bad education, they got but the education that they paid for. Right? The, no, the person I'm, I'm, who buys I'm a not car buys that. a building, they got the building. You're, right? They bought so, the building so, from somebody, they bought the car talking, from somebody, and you wipe out that debt, someone doesn't get paid. Someone doesn't get paid that's owed the money. Yeah, the people who printed the imaginary money. I don't care about them. You're just you're like, saying... Like right, right now, what I think would be really fun to do, and I, this isn't, this isn't a, 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 a moral act or a just act. I just think it would be funny. If everybody maxed out their credit cards, bought it on Amazon, and then just didn't pay it back. Like I don't have a problem with that. Right, because I don't, I don't like the way this the system is built, and okay. if if people do that, I it's like fine, you know. Whatever. And when you continue to wipe me. out, con when you continue to wipe out consumer debts, that's what you incentivize people to do, and I don't see how that's a good thing. It's a good thing because if let's say you, you uh, uh, wipe wipe out the debt, then then people, uh, governments, and uh, let's say Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac. They're not going to fund the the education anymore through through the debt system. If like if if they can't get their money back, they're not going to print it and give it to people. So the way to crash the system is for everyone to go into debt and that's, then not pay it back. That's one way. Okay. And again, if your goal is to crash the system, I can see that as viable, right? And and I but I don't think that's I don't think that's the the right way to do it. I think uh, a a more right way to do it 
would be to have a, have a way to create money that's not debt-based. Right now, all the money that's created is debt-based, and that's a problem. Well, the way right? to have that's, money that's, that's not debt-based is to have it based on something else, tied to a commodity of some could, kind. Could could be. Could be. That right. might be go back, there, go back there to are, the gold are, standard. There are other ways of doing it. BI would be one of them. Which would be one? I missed that. There's a way to create debt-free money, and UBI would be one of the ways. Okay. But it's still not based on anything. It's still inflationary. I it know. I know. It value I, yeah. over time. True. Right? The, the yeah. way to not have not debt-based money is, again, base it on a commodity. Tie it to something else. That's, Tie it to something valuable yeah. and tradable. That's one way. How do we get right. there? I don't know. So that's the thing. Right now, if, right now, if, if, right if now, you want to get there by crashing the system, fine. We're in agreement, right? If you so want right to get there by the getting people, incentivizing people to move to that other currency by right discounting now, the way of it in doing some it, form or fashion. The right now, the way of doing it is the, it's not perfect, but Bitcoin. But even with Bitcoin, we're still going to suffer the, the, the boom and bust cycle that the fiat currency creates. That's not going away until we change the way that, that the fiat is created. Well, it depends. It depends because Bitcoin is non-inflationary in the end game, right? There's there's only going to be 21 million. It's deflationary currency. It's a deflationary currency. So again, value gets stronger as you go along. Mm-hmm. And all that has to happen for Bitcoin to take over, and I'm gonna, it's going to sound simple, but it's way more complex uh, than it sounds, is to get people to start thinking about consumer goods in terms of Bitcoin. Right when you when you break free of the price of Bitcoin being tied to the U.S. dollar, right, or the value of Bitcoin being tied to the U.S. dollar and being tied to its actual viability for consumers to spend uh, in you know in a relatively uh, stable area, right, where like you know a potato is not five dollars one day and seventeen dollars the next day, right, when a potato is just you know point zero two five Bitcoin for a long period of time. And you can count on that because the vast majority of people have moved that direction. Then the dollar is unnecessary because it's no longer because the price of Bitcoin, the value of Bitcoin, is no longer tied to that other financial mechanism. That would be the way, right? And if if, if you have to crash the dollar to get there, yeah, maybe I can get on board with that, right? If you have to inflate the dollar uh, to to until people go like, yeah, maybe this Bitcoin's a thing, then I'm okay with that, right? But it also Doing that also makes winners out of all of us who have gotten into crypto early, right? Because we've accumulated a lot more in a shorter amount of time than those people will ever have the opportunity to do, aside from now trading it for regular consumer goods. Yeah, there's, there's lots of ways to create winners and losers. Right. And I, and I would say, like, top down is not the way, right? It's, it's a gamble. And you gamble one way, but you shouldn't expect someone to bail the other side out because they lost. You know, the the, the powers that be are, are doing doing that right now. They're they're picking. They're the ones that are picking the winners and losers. Well, fuck them. I don't care what they so, I, shoot them. Then right, like I get, so I don't I don't want to I don't want a centrally dictated uh, 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 organization picking the winners and losers. Right? They are. I get it. They are. And we, we can have that entire discussion another time, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean that the solution to they are is someone else should, right? They should not, 
and then let the chips fall where they lie, not let me do it instead because I have a better plan than them. I'm just saying this is the wrong time to let chips fall where they lie. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, um, well, it's, it's the end of the, the, the boom and bust cycle. We're in the bust right now. That's, that's, uh, it's not a, (laughs) it's not a good time to, to stop printing dollars. But but what do I what, what do I care right I'm not I'm not in well, the stock market I, that doesn't affect me I, oh I'm not I talking have, about I the have stock dollars market. I'm talking I'm talking about other things <laughs> I have I have you know I have some dollar liquidity right if you if you def, if you inflate the currency and devalue my dollar I can purchase less with it which means I have to hustle to get out of it whereas if the chips just fall and they don't well, inflate not- well maybe maybe I come out on top of winner because of my strategy going up until this point. Sure, sure, and and I and I have more faith in in your ability to keep working, even if you have to pay cut. Um, but typically, that takes a little while for people to adjust. And and understood so historically, uh, if if we look at the Great Depression, uh, there could be starvation involved in that, and that's that's why I'm saying it's it's not just a, a game of winners and losers. Like people's lives are at stake. Okay. And so that's why I say right now, bad time to stop printing money. Like, you know, after this blows over, then we can say, how do we get out of the system of, of the debt-based boom and bust cycle? And then and we can have this discussion again. If you're lucky enough to get that far, right? Because if you, if you allow the government to continue to do that, right, they will always find a reason to continue to enriching themselves and enriching their cronies in business and the banks, right, at the expense of the little guy. Sure. And if they're holding debt, right, and they don't want a strong dollar, they'll continue to inflate. If they're holding dollars and they want a strong dollar, then all of a sudden they'll 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 find a way to make it rational to deflate the currency. Right? Mm-hmm. But if the if the rich people are all in debt, right, because ah, we took out all this debt for all this stuff, the last thing I want to do is bail them out. Oh, I don't want to bail them out. And that's why I said there's an alternative to bailing them out. Is bailing everybody out equally. I mean, if you're going to give a million do- a millionaire a million dollars, then give it a million dollars to everybody. It makes, All right. you know, I, it, I, what I'm saying is, let's be fair about it. And of course, they're not going to be. They're they're going to give everybody in the country a thousand dollar loan and call it even. That's just silly. <laughs> Stupid people should people should rise up and say, oh, I'll take your thousand dollars and I'll buy a gun. Yes. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, and there's people around here saying just that. Right. I'm going to exactly. fucking get more ammunition. I'm trying to figure out, I'm personally trying to figure out like how not to get that thousand dollars, right? Because if I have to fill out a form or submit paperwork, or if they're only giving it to people who file tax returns, right? I'm not on that list, right? So me not being on that list gets screwed and it's going to cost me a thousand dollars to stay off of the radar. Plus the cost of whatever inflationary uh, devaluation that thousand dollars that everyone gets adds into the market. Right. It's not it's not gonna cause inflation, it's gonna cause less deflation. Okay. All right. Uh we're out of time. So any final thoughts? <laughs> oh, that was a good one to end on. <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to argue that. I just all right. <laughs> Seriously, final thoughts? Because we are out of time. Yeah, go for it. All right. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. You guys know where to find us, anarchistexperience.com. Uh t.me slash anarchist experience or t.me slash the anarchist experience on Telegram. Uh, float.app slash anarchist experience. And if you'd like to contribute to the show financially, do so through Patreon uh, because I need that money now for, 
for whatever reason, because dollars are in. Uh, Patreon.com slash The Anarchist Experience. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll talk to you all next week. Peace.